in this episode. If I'm ever like giving you a bikini wax. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm trying so hard to keep it straight. <laughs> Welcome, you're listening to Paleo Cheese Podcast, episode 27, part 2, with guest Tim Meyer discussing the movie Raw. So, welcome back to part 2 of whatever episode this is, our time with author Tim Meyer. And Tim picked three movies, Mm -hmm. Um, and then from those three, we picked one of them, and uh, we picked Raw, which is uh, from 2016. It's a French film which I was not aware of. I thought, oh. I'm going to shut my brain off. Mm. And I'm going to lay in bed and watch this movie. No, you're not. You're going to read for an <laughs> yeah. hour and a half. <laughs> so yeah. uh, it's it's directed by... I'm going to butcher these names. So just apologies to the, the director, writer, and stars. Julia... Julia D. <laughs> Julia D. Yeah. You're not going to try it? Is, is it DeCarna or DeCarna? Decarna, which is also written by Miss Julia. Uh, it stars Garens Marillier, Ella Rump, and Rabah Nate Alfella. Uh, I don't know which one's a guy, which one's a girl, except for maybe Ella. (laughs) (laughs) The the synopsis of this a girl goes to college to be uh, a veterinarian when, during a hazing period for freshmen, she's forced to take the horrible gateway drug rabbit kidney. (laughs) causes a downward spiral of chasing the dragon and Mm. she begins to succumb to the desire for more and more niblets of flesh so i i jeremiah i know you've been dying to talk about this you were trying Uh, to talk about it last night (laughs) what what did you think of this movie man first impressions man well i got and i have to say as i mentioned it to you a little bit in the pre-show but dude um i didn't know it was a french film at Mm. all and in fairness uh, this was actually your pick. Um, it was it was a miscommunication a little bit. I didn't I didn't mind either way. Mm-hmm. But my first pick would have been Housewife. Okay. Like I just I don't know. I, I saw it. And I said ah, I think Housewife man might be kind of fun. But I'd also heard people talk about Raw, mm-hmm. and I had seen like clips from a trailer. I remember I I knew blood. <laughs> I knew blood all over the face and stuff. And I'm like so I'm just thinking my other's good eating raw meat out of some weird meat cult or something. Um, but I, I go ahead and I, I turn it on sort of, and everybody gets yeah, a little bit. And so I like, like that weird meat cult, that might be the next title of my next book. Yeah. We're cranking out titles the the books on this show. Yeah. It's known for it at this point, dude. Yes. And so we're, we're, we're doing it constantly, you know, it's like river stool, but like, so, <laughs> Oh no. <laughs> river stool. <laughs> you got it. Dude. So, so the, uh, I, I turn on the film. Everybody's getting ready for bed, you know, but the kids are in the other room. I don't, I, I'm like, I should look this up and see, you know, kind of what the sexual stuff is on the parental guide, you know, kind of thing. So I go in there and it said severe and I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> and so I know I'm in for a little something, something. And I, I turn it on and as it's starting right out of the gate, man, the very first thing. And it started when it's got the logo, which almost looks like, you know, somebody's got one of those lasers and they're kind of welding through a metal door in a bank and sparks are flying. And there's a guy's voice, like this robotic. It's a mix of like a robot and a natural person. And he's, he says uh, something like, 
two sparkler shaped lights are uh, forming together in a symbol. And I'm thinking, what? what? <laughs> and then it shows the road and it says a road uh, stretching off into the oh, distance. Oh, I know what Woman happened. walking in. <laughs> I know what you did. It was audio. It was, yeah, the audio description. Yeah. For people who are blind. And so I'm thinking, you know, but I didn't know. <laughs> I, I'm like, I didn't I didn't go to audio description and push anything. So it's just doing it. And I'm thinking at first, a no joke. I'm like, is this going to happen the whole movie? I'm like, is this like part of the shtick? I said, this sounds like crap. So I, I scooch it for like 15 minutes and it's still going. And and he's talking over. You got to imagine I have I have subtitles. Oh, so man, I'm dude. seeing it now. I've got subtitles on all the time because yeah, we, just, we like subtitles all the time. So I don't, and remember, I don't know it's French. So I'm thinking it's in English and old boy's voice is saying the words on the screen. And I'm like, what the heck is this crap? I'm like, why? So I'm really mad. I get online. I'm looking it up like crazy, trying to figure out what the heck's going on. And it was like, oh, it's a really simple thing. There's an empty space there that you click on that, that makes it turn off. So I go to the, I go to the, the, the feature there, right? And I click on it and oh no, there ain't no freaking empty space. It says French or English. And I'm like, I don't want to listen to the movie in French. And I'm thinking it's going to be dubbed. I'm like, I don't want to, I don't know this, you know, I'm like, and so I'm 20 minutes, man, 20 minutes, dude, I'm going through this crap. And finally my wife comes down she's like, Jeremiah, no, the movie is in French and you can either watch it in French or you can have it this. And I'm like, what if it's in French, what am I going to do? And she's like, subtitles in English <laughs> and I'm like Rrr. and so I go ahead and I, I started up man that's how it started so I was primed I was primed to not be necessarily the happiest guy in the world about it jeez and I was getting really ticked off I was relieved though I was relieved greatly <laughs> when I realized so I maybe I would have been upset at first that I got oh I got to read this whole thing I, I don't mind that though but yeah. but I was no matter how annoying it may have been dude it's a bazillion times better than that so I felt like that that I'm kind of glad that happened in a way uh, because it was so bizarre. The rest of the movie that I was kind of like, I think if I didn't have that terrible experience in the beginning, I might be a little perturbed and maybe annoyed or upset. But I was like, it doesn't matter. <laughs> we're, we're doing it. And it so I was confused at first. And and I felt like I was being led in a weird direction. Like, what is this about? Is it a cult? Like, what's happening with this? And then you start wondering, are they vampires? You know, is that what this is? And, you know, everything inside you is kind of, you know, inside me was was going along a, a regular path. You know, and I, I didn't read anything about it. And so once it got to the place where you start to realize a little bit more what's going on, I said, bravo, like smart move. You, you know, I wasn't anticipating this. <laughs> this yeah. is what it is. So it was... um. It was it was a fascinating film. Um, it's gratuitous amounts of I don't know what the reason is for some of the sexual stuff in it. Like I understand like the idea that they're hyping up kind of like a motif of the the hunger within kind of thing, and it's admittedly Freudian. She says that she says that it's a lot of psychoanalytic stuff in the film, and yeah. there's a specific term for that, um, kind of the repressed and the stuff that's down deep. Um, and how it comes out and what draws that out. So it does make a little bit of sense and everything in the, in the idea of hazing and, and what you'd be willing to do to fit in, um, even if they may be just rabidly immoral 
people <laughs> and bullies <laughs> and really bad. And you're like, why do you even want to subject yourself to this? And why do how do people transform when they do? So I kind of understand that too. Um, but that was my that was that was my initial takeaway, dude. What about you, Chad? So did you so you like the movie? That's what I was I didn't, I didn't know we were gonna get to that point yet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, did I like the movie? Um yes, I liked the movie. Um, and I will I will rate it rather high if for no other reason than I had no idea this was a cannibal movie. Okay. It it, it took me off guard. I I kind of wish the only downer about the beginning where I was, you know, confused terribly bad for, for 20 minutes was that it made me so upset re restarting it over and over and over yeah. that I was like, screw the beginning, dude. I don't need to see a stupid chick running across the thing. <laughs> I'm glad that I it, I'm glad that it clicked for me, but I think it would have clicked for me earlier on the second time when they're driving in the they're riding in the bus and they look out and see that car in that accident on that street. I think I would have, cause it, to me, I'm like, what is this? It, it felt a little bit like, um, twin peaks or not, uh, uh, uh um, wild at heart, mm -hmm. right. The accident on the side of the road, uh, the fascination with what's going on. Like, um, and, but if I, I think if I wouldn't have been upset in the beginning and just said, screw it, I'm not going to watch the stupid scene over and over again, that, that I, I, I should have appreciated it more because, that actually plays a significant role and it's kind of a it's kind of a good lead up into kind of the story of what's going on as a whole mm -hmm. and so I, I you know i do lament that um but it's i i it's not a movie that i would tell everybody they should go to watch and so you know it's it's one of those that's like as a media critic as a film critic and stuff like that uh from an artistic dynamic and a psychological dynamic and everything else yeah dude it was all yeah i enjoyed it i didn't i wasn't bored you know at all <clears throat> i wasn't bored at all and i was fascinated and and led astray so i liked that 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 i was trying to figure it out and i didn't figure it out um and uh and so yeah yeah, yeah when when i i didn't have like a an incident like you had where you couldn't figure out your own tv stuff but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, but but um, uh, I was not in a good mood to uh, it, as I was watching it because I, I had barely started to write and I knew I had to get this movie in and then oh no I got to read the movie and so I, you know my day has been an anxious one uh, and and not a happy one so but I so I recognized as I was watching it that it was kind of like one of those things where even if you like if you got to squeeze something in. Because I kept putting it off. I should have watched it earlier in the week. But I kept putting it off. Um, I had a feel. I mean, the opening shot alone, I could tell this is my kind of thing. Like the, the uh, just that the shot of the road, you know, artistic decisions like that uh, turn me on right away when they're, when they're just this boring shot of something. And then you've got the, the girl running out of there. Um, I really liked it. I, I, I had, I, who was it? I think it was Elijah. Yeah. Cause I talked to him afterward because he saw it like a year or two ago. And he's like, Well, did you like it? And I said, I don't, I mean, I just got done watching it. I'm not in a good mood. So <laughs> I bought it for a while. I knew that I did, but I didn't know, you know, how much. And I had to think about it for a little while and process kind of the end and look back on some of the stuff 
um, like why these things happen. Because at first I did struggle with the, you know, she tastes a rab tastes a rabbit kidney, and now she just loses. Now she can't cope with life anymore. You know, it has this insatiable <laughs> lust for flesh. It just didn't make sense. But then, you know, the final revealed it. Then it made sense that that this was something that was always there, and this is why they were vegans or or vegetarians. And um, so to keep this thing at bay, um, I, I I there were some really cool scenes, man, that I liked. Uh, that we'll get into, but yeah, I, I liked the movie. I, um, I just wish I would have watched it under, I guess, in different circumstances, but I was able to, yeah, look back. I'm glad that, that, uh, Tim picked it, which Tim, why did you, why did you choose this one? So you had asked me to pick three movies and I know just from knowing you that you're, you're a huge fan of like the art house type movies and mm -hmm. which I love too. Like I love art house horror. I think it's like one of the, the best things um, about the genre. And uh, so I knew I had mentioned this movie to you before and you had said that you'd never seen it. Um, what were the other two I picked? I picked housewife and Byzantine. Byzantium? Byzantium? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so um, those are also excellent movies, too. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I actually forgot that it was... Not that I forgot that it was in French, but um, I didn't, like, factor that into my, my decision. Like, I didn't know how you guys felt about foreign yeah, movies. No, yeah. We've picked a foreign movie. Yeah, we've picked it November. Okay. November. Yeah, and we also right. had... Uh, yeah, with Mallerman. And then we also watched Cemetery Man. So yeah, I mean, I uh, I remember I watched this when it first came out. It was on Netflix, I think, probably like two or three years ago. And uh, I remember really liking it. And um, when you had picked it again, I was kind of excited because this is the first time I rewatched it since then. Mm -hmm. And I think I even loved the movie even more upon second viewing, which is a thing that generally happens to me if I like a movie. The first yeah. time I watch it, like I find more stuff to like about it. And it's one of those movies that that there's just like there's so much in it um, that's below the surface that you don't even kind of catch the first time. Or at least for me, like I don't I usually don't retain a lot the first time I watch a movie. And uh, th this second viewing was just us. Oh, it, it was so much fun to watch. And like I, I, I had known obviously what what the thing was the entire time and just picking up on little pieces that that they put out there um I, I just i don't know i just there's something about it i love it's like a great story about on the surface is about you know a young girl going away to college and kind of uh exploring you know herself her freedom mm -hmm. um and then there's like the whole <laughs> cannibal aspect and it also has the the best pubic waxing scene i think in cinema history <laughs> Uh, which I'm sure we'll we'll talk about in a little bit, but um, yeah, I don't know. There's there's just so much to unpack in this movie, and um, I think it's just very well done. And like Chad, you had said that there's there's some really good scenes in it. Like there's like there's like frames of this movie that I wish I could just like capture and like put on my wall as like decor because like they're so cool. Like that one scene, um after she she gets done making love to that her her boyfriend 
ish. And she's like yeah, biting herself. Biting her. Yes, yeah. yes. Oh and her my eyes God. are all looking yeah, up. Yeah, like that's such like a uh, yep. fucking fantastic like that's shot. The same thing I thought. I, I was like, this should be the cover. Yeah, like it's so cool. And um, just like it's just the cinematography is perfect. Um, talk about like art. Like there's literal art in this movie, um, especially a lot of like the dance scenes are really cool. That the scene where like the paint gets on her and yeah, like yeah. blue and yellow, paint, yeah. like that's that such cool. like, oh man, that's just such like create so creative and the, um, uh, under the sheet scene too. I thought was really cool the way that it was lit when they filmed her itching and trying to yeah, it, and then it was under the the camera was underneath the sheet. Yep, yeah, and and, and then really cool. And then I just I I'm a fan of like the grotesque and like the just the grossness of this movie too. Like there's some dirty grody stuff. Yeah, in there. dude. Oh, there's the some finger, bro. <laughs> the finger, yeah, the finger, yeah. the leg, the, the hairball. Dude, the, the hairball. Yeah, no. there's like some disgusting things in this movie <laughs> that like I was like, this is fucking great. Like I love it. <laughs> like this is so. I think it. I think it hits on so many levels. Like if you're you're a fan of of the genre, like this is, I think the perfect movie because it checks like all the boxes. You know, you have a great story. Um, you know, cinematography is great. And feel like if that's your thing. It's got the horror aspect. It's got the grossness. It's got, you know, everything. I think it's like the one of the, it's one of the most perfect horror movies. I think that that have come out in like the 2010s era. It's a great uh, cannibal film. I mean, if you're into and I and I think I I found in the last couple of years, I think I am. I, I like. I can't think of a a cannibal film that I don't. You know what's funny um, that you bring that up because I had asked you like few days ago to like give me some recommendations for tv shows because at my job at my day job i just watch tv shows all day <laughs> that's all i do so um i was like give me this, I, I need something to watch and you had said hannibal and i, I had never seen it before mm -hmm. and so like i blitzed through like the first two seasons in like two days and then i had to watch this movie this morning to prepare for this podcast so like I'm on cannibal overload. Yeah. Right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but so for the record, man, do you think that uh, Hannibal in the show Hannibal puts uh, Anthony Hopkins to shame? Because Chad does. Chad yeah, believes that it makes it's like, a, you know, you know uh, it's I don't know, man. I like Silence of the Lambs was like, I'm not saying he was. He's not bad. He's he phenomenal in Silence of the Lambs. And I as mean, Hannibal Lecter, he's phenomenal. Like, I something about so here here's my opinion because i was actually thinking about this today is like like because i'm i just started season three today actually after i watched raw so like i'm just mm -hmm. overloaded with cannibal stuff but uh i was actually thinking about this i was like what like comparing the two like who who's better and like who does does the best job i mean Sons of the lambs is such like a, a huge movie for me when i was younger that like i i can't say that that Matt, as as much as I love Mads Mikkelsen, I can't say that his performance is better. And I was actually like leafing through um, my copy of Silence of the Limbs, like the because he's not in that book that much. He's, like, he's in it for like maybe fifteen pages. Mm -hmm. um, and like I was just trying to like pick up the character, and like I feel like Anthony Hopkins like taps into like the the more eccentric and like um just like that 
big performance persona that he has in the book where mm-hmm. where Mads kind of plays it a little bit more like subdued and that's more of like I guess like kind of his style which is not a bad and it's just like a different representation of the character but I would also argue that that show is like totally different from the source material anyway so it's it's just like a different portrayal of that character because the character of Will Graham is so much different from the character that he is in in Red Dragon, so it's like it's hard to compare. It's like you're almost comparing two totally different, different things. Sure. Like Adam West and George Clooney is bad. Yeah. Well, those are probably closer than you would, you would yeah. imagine. Now, if you were comparing yeah. like Adam West and Christian Bale, I feel like yeah, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. more of the accurate than yeah, right. <laughs> but okay, so that being said, um, okay. But could you picture, Anth- let's let's say Anthony, uh, let's say Mads is not playing Hannibal, and mm-hmm. you're dropping, and it's the same show. You're dropping Anthony Hopkins in. I I don't think that it would. I think it would change everything. But yeah, I yeah. I still like I I don't know. I still like Hopkins, man. I just like his uh, just he has like uh, he just has that that charm because he's like. Hannibal's just like this charming character that's like not supposed to be charming. Yeah. And that's kind of what I think sells it where, where Mads is kind of just like, it's more psychological. Like he's playing, like he's trying to fit more in with society and he's playing like more of like, I think he's his own, he's his own guy. I mean, like when he's preparing the meals and stuff, dude, he looks so freaking cool and suave. Yeah. Oh, he is. He's very elegant. And, um, which I, I, like I said, it's, it's great. It's, I think we're comparing apples and oranges here. Um, but I think just me personally, like I just, I, the, the original science of the lambs was just so huge for me that I, I feel like it would be a betrayal for me to be like, Oh yeah, Matt's so much yeah. better. Yeah. I think <laughs> a little bit of heresy, a little bit of heresy. I think yeah. it's fair to just call them two different entities. And yeah, they're, that... they're so different from each other. Like they're, they're two totally different things that I don't even think you could even accurately have a, a I, we shouldn't even be having this conversation. Yeah. I think it was just, I think for me, it was just, I was so pleased um, you know, cause I had avoided the show just like I avoided Bates motel. I was like, mm-hmm. how can you, you know, it's been told, how is this going to be any fun? We know what happens. Um, and it was fun. Um, and Hannibal was even better. And I just thought, you know, I loved Manhunter. I, I loved, uh, Silence of the Lambs. Uh, Red Dragons was cool. And, um, we won't talk about Hannibal. The, the I actually like Hannibal though. It's not, I don't hate it, but it's my least favorite. Yeah, I don't know. Gary Oldman. I mean, I'll watch anything. Gary. Oh, Oldman. wow. Yeah, that's <laughs> Gary Oldman. <laughs> when... that, that, that could have been played by anybody. He has Dude, so much I, makeup on. I know, but like just the way he is like the way he delivers the lines and like, yeah, actually, I just, you know, finished watching season two of Hannibal and like that character that's in there, mm-hmm. um, Gary Oldman's character. Like the actor who plays him in, in the show. Uh, what's his name? He's been in a bunch of stuff. I, uh, I forget it. Um, he was in that. You ever said movie Funny Games, the American I, version? I think I saw it a long, long time ago, but I can't it's remember. One it. of the uh, killers in Funny Games is. Uh, I'll, I'll probably remember it later. But anyway, he does a phenomenal job as that character on the show. I yeah. thought that was he did a really good job with the yeah. pigs and stuff. Like I love that that whole. It's thing. very. It's it's a very. Uh, it's just a 
gorgeous show. Like when when someone gets killed, it's a, yeah, it's a piece of art, man. It is, and um, I there's like there's again just like raw, like there's shots in in Hannibal that, that it's like I wish I could like screenshot this and and get it blown up so I could put it on my wall because there's there's just so much there's beauty in it and it it's grotesque it's like yeah. graphic which this was a cable television show i'm like surprised that it even like was able to be yeah. put on like regular cable television <laughs> it's so yeah. graphic and gruesome but it's 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 just you know beautiful beautiful Jeremiah, there's a scene i'm thinking of that's in raw that when i saw it i was like oh this is straight out of a david lynch movie can you, you, what do you think? Can you, anything come to mind when you're watching the movie? It's like, oh, this is straight up like David Lynch, specifically like Wild at Heart. Um, yes, there was a couple of them because I actually, that's what I was thinking. I'm trying to remember because one was the, one was the scene of the accident. One would be the trucker scene where he's rubbing his face and she's so consumed mm. with what's going on. And that was so bizarre, dude. Like, yeah. <laughs> what was going on with that it's like what is happening here and that he allowed it to happen um mm -hmm. but there was one other scene and i don't remember what the scene I, I i can't recall it like in the moment so if you tell me i'm not i won't i won't lie if it's not the scene i'm thinking i won't i won't say it is but what what scene are you thinking yeah um the the old man in the hospital with the teeth <laughs> Yeah, I was i wasn't thinking of that one but yeah dude I, but see but the thing is dude i i've like so known funny. I've been in situations dude, where there's old dudes like that for real, you know, sitting there and you're, you're looking over and it's a little creepy anyway. It's the right? randomness of it though. The randomness yeah. of it. And he looks over and he does it. And then he's got that, you know, his face is all scrunchy and stuff, dude. And yeah. he's laughing and stuff. And you're thinking, bro, <laughs> you know, but the, the whole thing though, I mean, that whole scene is bizarre. Yeah. You know, I mean, they're, they're there because, you know, I don't know. She, ate her sister's finger you know like <laughs> yeah well they're not there because she ate the finger Which, but but that, that was happened kind of the, that was yeah. kind of the turning point for me i thought i was like okay really you're gonna do this this is you know i, I mean we all saw it coming you know as soon as that finger was gone it's like mm -hmm. she's gonna eat the finger this is where it ends. honestly dude i didn't know that was gonna happen oh, really? until she sat down like i i, I didn't know it was gonna happen you know i i in fact, I didn't know where a lot of it was going. Like, I yeah. think that was one of the things about it. It was the, and, and the, the director did that on purpose. Mm -hmm. Like she talks about that in, in, an article. I'm trying to remember where it was, man. It's the Sunday, the, oh, the Sydney morning Herald, Australia. It was a, an article about that and about how, you know, there's so many crazy things going, you know, on all around. But when, when I saw her look down at it, when she sat down, I'm like, why is she sitting down? Like, why isn't she taking care of business? I mean, there's, you know, she's going to veterinary school. She has to know, put a tourniquet on the finger or something, you know, stop the, the bleeding, <laughs> you know, what, what's happening here. And she's just chilling. And then she starts looking at it. And that's when I knew. And I'm like, I have, am I going to skip this? Like, what am I going to do? <laughs> Cause I'm telling you, man. And I, and I did, I skipped it like 10 cause it's got the 10 second thing, you know? And I'm like, I'm like, ah, I don't know if I can see this. I'd already seen the hair thing. And I was like gagging my brains out. I'm thinking, what the crap is that? Which, which hair thing? The, uh, the, the pulling it out of the mouth. Oh, right. So like the waxing of the, uh, the hair that didn't get you. No. 
No. <laughs> no. Not, well, not that skin. way. Was, uh, you stretching know. your skin way out. <laughs> yeah, it was, yeah. No, that, that, didn't, that didn't phase me. I mean, you know, <laughs> I, I get those a couple times a year. But, you know, the <laughs> – no, not really. But the uh, the thing <laughs> is, is, like, when I saw it, I, I, I skipped ahead, and I'm like, I don't know if I can do this. And I skipped ahead. I didn't – I don't know what I was thinking, why I imagined that this wouldn't just go on and on for a while. And I flip it ahead, <laughs> like, 10 seconds, and she's licking the blood. Like, okay, no. I flip it at 10 seconds, dude, and she's pulling on the flesh. And I'm like, oh, come on. <laughs> I'm like, so I just let it play. And I'm like, this is, oh, I know what this is now, you know. And then to see the sister sit up and have that moment to see her and to know what yeah. was up. And that was also confusing. Like, why isn't she saying more? And that's why I kept thinking they're vampires. Yeah, like she like didn't I, give a shit. That her well, and I, I was confused. Like, why, why are the parents even making, you know, not making, but encouraging these kids to go to this school? When yeah. they're gonna be covered in blood and you know all you know all this stuff and it was just it was confusing but yeah the the grotiness man I ain't gonna lie dude the grotiness of this stuff was just through the roof dude and it, yeah. and it started that the hair thing man like when I saw it because I thought it was gonna stop I thought it was mm-hmm. like like that's enough um that nope oh I think that's enough no oh and it just kept going mm-hmm. and then you think it's done a big chunk comes out and she's pulling and it's real slow little strands and then next thing you know it's like and just a big huge honking ball again you're like man lady how much freaking hair were you eating you know and it just it was it reminds me of this movie i saw this summer i think it's called are we not cats or something like that have you seen that tim no what is that is there a documentary no man it's a really sequel to the broadway musical cats no (laughs) it's a really freaky artsy oddball horror film and it's got a lot of that kind of crap in it where people have giant hairballs in them and it's it's pretty nuts man i think it's on uh i think it's still on shutter hmm. i think it's called are we not cats and just for the record taylor swift is not in that movie right <laughs> yeah <laughs> no yeah the, uh, oh. but yeah that was the turn that was like the turning point for me where um her sister Buster, I was like, oh man, this is going to get good now. Because, I mean, I, can you imagine? They're oh, super tight. Yeah. They're, they're as tight as you can get, you know, for siblings. And uh, and then you find out, you wake up, and not only has your sister not wrapped your hand and tried to help you, but she's eating you. Mm. And then she, and then the sister who sees it, and is shocked by the finger, which is a, it's a fascinating seeming because you know you're you're all distracted, you know, by the <laughs> the stuff, uh, and all of a sudden, you know, she's like, "That's my vagina," <laughs> and and sw- and it's a very authentic scene. Like you can imagine girls in that that age and kind of going through this thing and doing that, mm-hmm. and and knocking the hand, and it ends up clopping that finger. And the way like, it was great acting. I mean, she looked at the finger and looked at her and like her whole body. I mean, it was. It was really, it was authentic. I mean, it looked like maybe they did that, you know, the real taking it method acting level stuff. Maybe she did it for the, <laughs> the authenticity of the scene. Cause it looked, I mean, it was compelling. And, um, and so she ends up, you know, falling over and then she wakes up and sees this. I mean, it's like a double whammy. Right. And, and then to go to the hospital and come out and then say, you know, it was the dog. And you're just kind of like, really? Like, what's that? Why would you do that? I mean, I guess I understand a little bit why you do that, because that's so messed up. That would ruin. I mean, your your family life would be toast if you don't know any better. Yeah. If you don't know the, the story with the mom or anything like that and the dad and stuff. 
And so, you know, I'm like, maybe she's, why would she cover for her kind of thing? And then for her to go out and try to, to puke it up and it not, ain't, ain't working. And then to have, find out that they're putting the dog down. Like it's like multiple whammies in a row. Yeah. And, and, you know, and then thinking they're that the older sisters are going to beat her down. Like, that's what I thought was going to happen in the parking lot hmm. that she gets up and she's like, his mom or mom and dad's there. No, they're gone. And she gets up out of the chair and kicks that chair away and walks off. I'm thinking she's going to whoop her man from here to China. I think she's toast and it's not the case. And instead they end up going by this, by the road. And that didn't take long for me to figure out. I'm like, wait a second. Yeah. Like, was that the sister? In fact, was the sister the reason why that second car got in the accident? And then to see her go in and come out and, and turn the face, man, and have that blood all over her face and said, man, there's a so multiple boom, 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 boom. Like once it started, it seemed like it was just a, a just this string of major things and and stunning and gross and bizarre <laughs> all in a row. And it just it didn't it didn't stop. So even the the parts that may seem slow. I don't, I don't, I didn't interpret any of that as slow. Yeah. No, it's very yeah. well paid. It's a very well paced movie um, from yeah. like a story perspective. It hits exactly where you want it to. And um, it's funny, like listening to you guys who have watched it only once. Like I tried, I'm trying to remember back to the first time I watched that movie. And like, did I, think like did i know what was going on or or was i like just as you know mesmerized by everything that was happening like all these crazy things like you know why is the sister not caring as much like you know why like why are all these things happening and like nobody's like picking up on it like it was just kind of like a cool um cool thing to watch the second time because like i did know about it and it all made a lot more sense and it was just kind of more interesting it's definitely, I knew that it was a cannibal movie going in. I didn't really know to the extent, but I knew that it was about a girl who um, didn't eat meat or something and then starts developing a, but I'll tell you what, I, it's a real extra bonus treat for anybody who has, just goes in completely blind. Oh yeah. It's like the best movie to watch completely yeah. blind. Yeah. It's a treat, Chad. Did you guys? <laughs> it's inedible. You guys are going to be buying that do-it-yourself human cell meat kit, dude. Uh, you, guys, <laughs> you guys are going to send Christmas gifts to each other of this stuff, dude. You're going to be talking like, we're watching Hannibal together, dude, and we're going to be eating that do-it-yourself meat kit. <laughs> like, you sickos. Yeah. What's I mean, your... after yeah. all the, the cannibal stuff I've been watching, like, I kind of want to taste a human being just to see what it is. <laughs> oh, no. Craigslist, <laughs> dude. Yeah. I'm just joking for the record. I would never do that. That's disgusting. Smithsonian says that it tastes a little bit like meat, but that it's a kind of more elusive. Is that that's true? actually the phrase? That's what they say. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was, you know, I was, I was looking it up. Let's see, Smithsonian, because I, I saw it just a minute ago. Cannibalism. I'm, af I'm afraid to look it up because I'm, uh, I'm probably already on some FBI person's watch list from the shit that I have to look up for my books. Like, I, I don't need another thing to like. What is what does human meat taste like? It says right here. I mean, well, I'll take their I'll take their word for it. Uh, <laughs> Smithsonian SmithsonianMag.com. Human flesh looks like beef, but the taste is more elusive. It's like pork or maybe <laughs> veal. How do they know? By that? Rachel Newer. <laughs> um, I when I, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I wrote a story. the 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 opening story in my collection, Spicy Constellation, is a cannibal story, and I had to. 
uh, look up all that stuff on what it tastes like and really stuff like that. And I, well, I learned it it's weird because Tim earlier, you were talking about how uh, a major part of your book came about just from um, doing research. And then you've got like an idea for your twist or whatever. Mm -hmm. And that's the same thing. I, most of my short stories, I just start, I, I write a sentence and I'm like, that's a cool sentence, man. Where's this going? And then I just keep going. And then, you know, and then, then eventually I run into something. Oh, okay. This is going to be about this. And then maybe do some foreshadowing and, and of course go back and fix things. But that's how this uh, story was. I was just having this conversation and I pictured that guy. I don't know if you guys know this, the show with um, Rocky and Bullwinkle where it's got the dude um, that always does the world travels um, where he talks mm. about, and he's got like trophies around him and yeah. talks about traveling around the world and shooting elephants or whatever. I pictured like this guy and you're sitting in his place and it was a cross between him and Will Ferrell's character in Saturday Night Live where he's like, they're in the hot tub and then they're always talking about eating goat meat and they're drinking wine and stuff. Yeah. It's like that yeah. college professor type dude. Yeah. It's like a cross between those two characters and telling his, his exploits and his adventures and that kind of thing. And he's arguing with somebody about, um, uh, that, um, about Christopher Columbus and the discovery of America and stuff. Cause this guy's like a history professor. And, um, when I went to look up something to make sure I had my facts straight, um, all of a sudden right there, it was like, um, what was the, the, the knibs or whatever. And it started talking about the origin of the word cannibal and it fit my story. So perfectly, it was just going to be this dinner party that I didn't know where it was headed. And then, um, it turns into this cannibal thing where the guest has actually, you know, visited this place and they brought, but there's interesting, there's like different versions of like cannibalism. There's like, um, I think it's called endo, endo cannibal. There's like the type where it's like you just eating somebody. And then there's the kind where if you don't, you're, you know, you're giving them the middle finger because this is their, you know, it's like a, um, like this has been offered to you kind of thing. Hmm. And oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. so the, the kind that they were having there was like to be eaten. So don't feel guilty, you guys. If you wake up tomorrow and start <laughs> eating people, it's cool. Yeah. Man. yeah. Yeah. What's your favorite cannibal movie, Tim? Oh, man. Um, this one? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. I, I can't think of like a, like a better cannibal movie. Um, you know what? A, a movie that I, I watched maybe four or five years ago. Um, that I think is kind of underrated. And again, this is like a disgusting movie. And one of the few movies that I actually like, I, I have a pretty high tolerance for, for gross stuff and for, um, you know, blood and, and gore and all that. But, uh, green Inferno, like yeah. really was a brutal, brutal movie. And like, I was quite disgusted by it, uh, in some scenes and I got through it, but like, I was surprised by the level of, of violence in that movie. And I guess I shouldn't have been because it was an Eli Roth movie and he's usually pretty, uh, pretty filthy. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, like I, I really enjoyed that movie. I think, yeah, I'm not a huge like cannibal Holocaust fan. Um, I, I think Chad and I, I think you and I have talked about that movie before. Like, and uh, I, I'm not a fan of like those, those Italian cannibal films, but this movie is essentially 
that but just done in kind of like a, a really cool way and yeah um, it's yeah it's definitely an homage to um i just saw green inferno this year I oh yeah i it because i can't stand eli roth movies yeah but um i have I like a mixed any, i can't think of any like knock knock i couldn't stand um I mean, part that. of it was cool but the end was just so uh bad and then um uh cabin fever i didn't like with the exception of one scene didn't like cabin fever at all and then i didn't like um i like the hostile movies like uh, i didn't like hostile i kind of like them yeah it was just like a porn within some yeah i like hostile one and two uh, did they make a three i don't know i feel like they might have and it was really <laughs> bad yeah the first the but, first two yeah. though the first yeah. two i actually i i actually enjoy those movies I watched Cannibal Holocaust in like 86, I think. And um, I think I watched it with my dad. And I hadn't seen it since then. And then I watched it like maybe a year ago. And uh, I was shocked at how how much I liked it. I mean, it's it's a it's a screwed up movie. Yeah, it's know, really for, fucked up. For... All of the animal cruelty. I mean, it doesn't get any worse than that as far as animal cruelty goes. And that's unfortunate. But there's something about that movie, man. I don't know what it is. Just uh and just the lore behind it, you know, the dude going to jail and facing prison time for murder and stuff. So he's gotta get the actors back out away from their gag order, whatever they had going on, where they, he he didn't want them to be seen in public, but mm-hmm. the effects were so uh, good that you know he was gonna go he was gonna go you know because it looks like and it's like one of the the first i mean not the whole thing is a, a found footage film but I, I i like it i don't know if that's my favorite but i will say that when i saw green inferno i liked it a lot better than i thought it was going to yeah same here yeah it was, it was i just watched it on a whim because i i forget what it was on and I was like, oh, I, I just I never saw it when it first came out. I think when it first came out, it got like a real super limited release. And I think the closest theater around me mm-hmm. was like an hour and 20 minutes away that was playing it. So I never got a chance to see it. And um, yeah, I I, uh, I actually enjoyed it. I kind of want to go back and watch it, actually, now that I'm, I'm more prepared for the because uh... it was right. It's super violent, right? Like, mm-hmm. I didn't imagine that. No, yeah, no, it's violent, but I, it wasn't anything that I mean. I wasn't. I don't remember seeing anything that was like, "Oh, that's too much." I mean, yeah. it was, it was I don't. Know, maybe it was just the mood I was in, but I just remember it being like overly violent to the point where I was kind of surprised. Which is, it kind of like I said, it takes a lot to. Plus, I that. expected it to be because I knew it was an homage to Cannibal Holocaust, and if you're yeah. gonna do that, you gotta go. All that. And for people who don't know what Cannibal Holocaust is, because I only learned of Cannibal Holocaust by doing the show. Oh, here I never seen it, but we—I forget what we were talking about. I don't know if we were talking about, uh, you know, movies that had scenes in there that were so realistic people believed in. It might have been in connection with uh, Blair Witch or something like that. But you you talked about how one of the actors or actresses didn't they go on trial? Or they they were supposed to, and that they had to have other actors assure the judge, like, look, this isn't real. Yeah, the director, that, that the, the director was it was in jail. The the filmmaker and uh, the the people because it was supposed to be a found footage thing. Yeah, yeah. As part of the the promotion for it, just like in Blair Witch, nobody was supposed to be showing their face around anywhere. 
So they weren't, you know, they weren't making any kind of public appearances or anything. And so, um, yeah, he was, he, he went to court and he had to, because when people are seeing the movie, they're like, well, these people are dead. This is a snuff film. Mm. And, um, and when you look at the gore effects, it's easy, it's easy to believe. And so he, uh, um, he, yeah, talked to those people coming into court. Uh, he had to demonstrate how he did one effect in particular, because even when I look at it now and I know how it's done, it doesn't even look like that's how it's done. The the bicycle seat going through the, the, the impalement. Mm, yeah. It looks so real, man. Yeah. It's it so good. Yeah. I mean, the, the effects are, are great. I think just like the animal cruelty stuff gets me and they're like, yeah. If I ever do watch it again, like I'm, and it's not short glimpses. It's no, it's scenes. so yeah, it's so like it's unnecessary. It is. So like now, I, was it was it real? No, hundred percent, all of it. Animal stuff was real. The, yeah. Oh, the yeah. animal stuff was real. Because I'm thinking, dude, we're talking yeah. about you guys are like, dude, and the way that she was gnawing on the the finger, and dude it was gruesome and grody. And I'm like, you're upset about the animals but okay if the animals are seriously being hurt yeah, that's, oh, yeah. different, that's a different no, they, thing what the heck they were happened? they were executed like on on film like it's and it's so graphic and so gross like they don't it's not like there are bits yeah where it looks like you're watching a national geographic special and you're learning how a tribe yeah cook their food or something yeah it's so everything are like they clothes. are they cooking it though i mean are they like slaying them and and eating them or like like what's I, as I, mean, I said, I've never seen it, man. Like, well, what's in, the context of the animal they thing? Kill, here? They kill a spider just because I think because it's a spider and it freaks them yeah, out. That's, yeah, you know, that's, I mean, they chop dinner, off they chop off a turtle's head, and I I think they uh they made it into well, they pulled the turtle. turtle right out of a shell. Oh yeah, they cracked the shell right open. Yeah, it's 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 pull cool. them out of there, and I do believe they make some something out of that, and then they kill yeah. a um a snake, I believe it is. A snake and then they kill um, a, um a there's pig. just a, a lot yeah there's just a, a lot pig of... in the head and then they they kill uh like is it a lemur yeah like a squirrel like some sort of like yeah small yeah. a couple of them field. these animals are screaming and stuff yeah it's it's not cool well, I, don't, not... I don't know man i mean if, if they eat them if they eat them, I mean, look, I think I think a lot of people, you know, they'll they'll eat, they'll eat chicken and they'll they'll go to McDonald's and stuff and they'll eat their Happy Meal and have the all the emotions being, and not even realize, dude, that, that some of the animals had a mama too. Some of the animals that were being killed were Americans who were there to film. Yeah, I think so it was it was like, there specifically for the film, not because they were being killed to be eaten. And I I know that the film okay, yeah, you know, but you know. But if they did eat the actual animal that they killed, even okay. if it's for a film, you know, if, if they kill an animal, like if you're if you're making a film and you're out in the woods and you got to kill a deer, and but for the film they actually use that actual deer to make the food that you're going to be eating in the film, like I, I think that'd be different than shooting the deer, chucking the deer's body, and then having the fake meat <laughs> that they're eating. I think that would be a different. They could have reached Dang. in that cooler and got a hoagie sub. Yeah. <laughs> a hoagie sub, man. Or some shawarma. They could have gone up, you know, and gotten some shawarma, dude. I think the... at that point it's it's exploitation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know? And I look, I don't I don't want I don't want to be, you know, defending something I haven't seen or def- I don't want to be <laughs> the you, guy everybody's like, dude, dude that watch... guy's a real jerk, dude. And look, you turtle, there's no excuse would... for that. You know, yeah. a turtle's it's... 
And buggers don't hurt anybody. It's just the way they do it too. Like <laughs> Chad said, like they literally pull apart like the the shell, and it's like it's it's unnecessary. Yeah, it's it's gratuitous. If you watched sure. it, you'd be like not into it. Yeah, uh, and it's, it's I, I would put that money on that. Game. That I'm not. I don't want to be the guy's like. Oh, I might like it a lot. <laughs> like, don't, <laughs> don't throw me under the bus, guys. It's, it's a movie <laughs> that when you're watching yeah. after you get done, you're like, okay um shower first then family yeah you know yes yeah it's it's like i said i don't think i'll i don't know that i would ever not watch it again but um if i do gonna do what jeremiah did when yeah (laughs) there you go yeah you're gonna pull a jeremiah and just be like yeah i'm skipping that crap (laughs) don't need to see that i don't know that i can give a favorite cannibal movie um because i know there's more than what i'm thinking you know, like Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Mm. I would yeah, consider yeah, a, a yeah. cannibal film. And that's a, such a classic. So I would need some time, I think. But uh, this is up there yeah. with, with the best. That that um, Just because of its approach, uh, how unique it is. And it's not like a backwoods thing that's been done to death. You yeah. Know? Like wrong turn. I, I like, you know, the, the, the I think it was the first two are the only ones I've seen. I liked them, especially the second. But um. <clears throat> You know, that kind of thing has just been done so much. It's like, in order to eat flesh, you have to be homeless and shit your pants and, uh, you know, not have very many teeth. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but these are, these are pretty oh. girls, yeah. you know, going to school. And, and, um, and I thought it was actually cool that it was, that they were girls. Yeah. Like that they're messed, that they're pretty messed up, man. And they're they're pretty wicked. <laughs> well, they're doing some messed up stuff anyway, right? They're they're doing messed up stuff. They don't understand exactly what's going on. Uh, you know, they weren't they weren't taught about this. Mm-hmm. You know, and that mm-hmm. goes into that whole thing. I, in fact, it, I looked it up uh, in the article where they talk about it, uh, where the director says that says psychoanalysis is a major influence. So I'm not surprised, Chad, that you liked it so much. Said uh, the return of the repressed is a key theme. And it's played throughout the impulse to eat meat, which becomes distorted through its repression and eventual expression as cannibalism. And I think that 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 theme, probably the return of the repressed, probably runs throughout all of it. Like even the scenes that I didn't necessarily like at all. That I, nah, I, I don't need the superfluous sexual stuff. You know, what's the point of that? Like, why, why show that? But a lot of those things, in fact, would be matters from a psychoanalytic point of view that says those things are probably repressed with the kids that go there. And in, in fact, it oftentimes is, which is why uh, kind of like we've talked about Rumspringa with the with the Amish people, right? That when they get that freedom at 16 years old, all of a sudden, man, they're like hog wild, dude. Meth, <laughs> selling meth, cooking it up at home while having orgies and crap. <laughs> like, whoa. And that's that's really the the return of the of the repressed and what this kind of thing is, where they get to that place where once it starts to um, express itself, the the repress the stuff that was repressed it goes just haywire, um, yeah. in excess and stuff. And so you're seeing the excess uh, at the school, you're seeing the excess at the parties, you're seeing the excess, uh, the sexual uh, uh, excesses going on, um, the blood, everything. And so it seems like everything is excessive um, in the movie. And I wanted to say this real quick before I forget, man. I may not have another time, but I mentioned earlier how. It seemed like none of it made sense. And I, those would be, the, I have some criticisms, I guess, about some things not making sense or like, why, what's the, what's the reason for that? Or what's the reason for this? But I, I liked what the director said. She said, 
we really do not have this culture of crossovers in French cinema. Um, it's like you have to laugh all the way, cry all the way, be scared all the way. We don't mix that much. The whole tension of Raw is based on the fact that you don't know where you're going in the movie. And I thought that makes sense to me. Yeah. Like that, I, I get the whole thing that, that she said, um, not only about French films, but also about this movie in particular and why I said that I felt like the whole time I'm like, where is this going? You know, what what is happening? You know, what is this? Is it a meat cult? Is are they vampires? Uh, you know, and, and to even be surprised at the end, because uh, I had noticed what I thought was a hair lip. Right. Mm -hmm. And it was not a hair lip. In fact, it was yeah. the same thing that she did when she was all blue and she was kissing on the yellow dude where she bit his bottom lip. Yeah, that's what I was sense. wondering when I saw that. Yeah. Which made sense of the sister who said, do you love him? Which I thought was the most bizarre thing for the sister to ask. And it's like, why would she do that and bite his lip all the way through like that? And it's because, well, mom loves dad. Yeah. And I, and so it made sense in the end, you know, and, and you know, how he took his shirt off and stuff and, and you see what's happened to him. But that the road to get there was, you know, this tension the whole time that you're wondering, dude, what, is, where are we going? How do we get here? But you're, you're not it, normally that would bother me, dude. Like normally it would bother me if I'm watching a movie and I'm kind of like, where is this thing going? Like, what, yeah. what, what is happening? Where am I in this? Why is this? Why is this going on? Um, not here. And that's actually a powerful thing. Actually, that's, that's something that's not normal. Um, it's something that I wouldn't anticipate, and I don't know how often I can actually say that of, of any other movie. Yeah, you know what's funny is that um, that's a good point. It's like you you didn't know where this was going, but you still stuck with it and hung in there, and um, you trusted the filmmaker to to take you through to the end. And you know, it being a foreign film, which you you didn't know going in, right, and not yeah. knowing <laughs> any, anything about the film or the filmmaking, and and like you you still stuck you still stuck with it and you were, you were captivated by it. I think that just goes to show like how like perfect this movie was. Mm. Like, it's just, ah, it's so good. And then like how you mentioned the, uh, the end scene, it's probably now that we're talking about it, one of my favorite end scenes of, of like any movie ever. Um, when he showed, when he reveals that he's just like all chewed up and like those wounds are fresh too. Yeah. Like, they're, yeah. Like, yep. they're open and um like he's just like yeah you'll you'll figure it out like you'll find your way to like mm -hmm. to deal with this like i thought that was just such a cool little moment too and it kind of just it ties everything up like the the storytelling and, and just the writing of this movie is just it's just brilliant yeah i thought it was a, I, a, a curious mix of like serious and absurd like the school itself is absurd Oh yeah, like, like it, I, it, yeah, who, it's not like, clean at all. Like it's they're nope. they're drenched in blood throughout the day. They don't wash yeah. off, and they're eating food. The teachers don't give a shit that they're covered. In yeah, they're covered all. in blood, and it's like it's like the know. hazing and all that comes first, and then your education, and that the teachers understand that. Yeah, yeah and yeah, this is like somehow the curriculum. Yeah, it's somehow elite, and I still yeah. I still don't understand the situation about the 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 truck driver. I know I mentioned that earlier where the truck driver is rubbing the side of his head and rubbing yeah. his ear and, it, and it's intimidating. And it didn't, to me, I didn't get the impression, maybe I'm wrong, but I didn't get the impression that, oh boy, uh, the roommate knew the guy in any way, yeah. but maybe that the he guy was, overheard or that, he was into that. or that he was into that, that he, that it was unsettling, but he, he didn't go like back off dude. Like it was, he was being controlled in that moment that he knew that you don't play with this. This is a, 
this is a big old baboon that could really hurt me mm-hmm. if if I fight back against this. And this guy is is basically saying, "I own you in this moment." And it was a it, that that was why that kind of reminded me a little bit of Wild at Heart, actually, and the the scene that we've talked about, emotional uh, rape scene, the emotion, yeah, ver- yeah, it was verbal, verbal rape scene. For that, it was verbal. In this one, it it wasn't so much verbal; it was like just just the it wasn't like. I don't know. I don't even know how how I would how I would explain it, other than just to say, if somebody puts their hands on your face and you don't know who this guy, some trucker walks up to you and does that. Well, I mean, I can imagine people being like, "Whoa, dude, what's going on with that?" But with him, he, he sat there and he's like looking at him like, and you can tell he's uncomfortable. You can tell he didn't like it, but you can also tell he wasn't going to fight back against this guy. Mm-hmm. And it'd be interesting to to think that through, maybe more to say, you know, what's what is the reason for that, or hear commentary on that. Um, you know, but it just felt like as weird as it was and as bizarre as it was that it seemed like everything did play into when, what the director says about the, uh, the return of the repressed. Right. Uh, and in fact, in this, in this case, almost the, the revenge of it. And so it was, it's fascinating how you can see almost everything in there that that's the case, even with the repression from the parents' perspective, that they repressed the truth about why they were, were vegetarians. And that the revenge of this is that one daughter is in jail and the other daughter is not in the school and she's confused as to what's going on. She's got a big chunk taken out of her cheek and, you know, her roommate's dead. Uh, she, you know, her, her sister ate the leg of the roommate. I mean, what the heck, man? Killed him, ate his leg and say, we repressed this and it returned and it returned with a vengeance. And so it's a fascinating thing. And I, it's, it's actually brilliant. I, and as I said, like there's things that are grody. There are things that are, you know, maybe unnecessary or superfluous, mm-hmm. right? I don't know what the reason for, for so many of certain things, you know, and, but at the same time, if that's the theme and it quite obviously is, and it seems to be the theme of this episode a little bit, Chad, with the whole Freudian crap, dude, and psychoanalysis, dude, you, <laughs> it's a whole episode is nothing but Freud on display, but, but it makes sense. And so it was actually, brilliant and i agree with tim man about the end i will i will say this too for those who want to go check it out just do know that um if you're sensitive to like uh animal cruelty not that any animals really get hurt in here but there are some scenes where uh it might be hard to watch like with the horse i know it made my wife mm. uncomfortable she watched up until a little bit after that and then the movie just made her anxious so she left the room but that was I think it hit that scene hit me harder knowing that my wife was watching it with me. And so I, I was a little bit more sensitive to, to that, even though the house doesn't, or that horse doesn't get hurt. It's just like, it could be really hard to watch for some, for some people. And then, and, and even stuff that's off screen, like the idea that the dog is a martyr for, you know, he took the blame for eating the finger yeah. and yeah, he yeah. got put down. Yeah. And that was super sad. And, and I don't know if anybody knows. Devastating. That. The yeah. dog that she split open is the same exact type of dog that um that wasn't it that 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 I wondered if it was the, the dog. Me too. It's the same type. But I don't know. It it looked similar enough. But then they didn't find out until later that that the parents had to put the dog down. But what do you think? Now that I think about it. After, you know, in hindsight, when you go back to that scene, the parents know what's up. 
Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So why would they put the dog down? But I guess that's just for us. But I don't know if they did. Did they? The, the scene with the dog at their house. It looked like that was the dog. Like uh, that's because there was a dog in the in the end scene. Okay. Well, okay. Well, so I, I wondered. These... I didn't know because I. And that's the confusion too. Because the dog. It looks like the dog on the table that's gutted. Yeah. It looks like the dog on the table when the when the sheet comes off the dog. Yeah. And it looked like the dog at the house at the end. So it looks like you're seeing this dog, and it looks like kind of you know same puppy. I don't know if it is or not, but I'm like, man, is this dog like all over the place? <laughs> What's up with this dog? Was the dog there in the in the end? He was still yeah, there. Was the dog it? was there. I'm looking at it now. The dog on the table looks different than the dog at the end. Oh, really? Yeah. Does the dog at the yeah. is the dog same at dog. the end quickly or whatever? Is that is that is that the same dog? Did they I, put the dog down? I don't think so. Like, there's another. There's a golden retriever there at the end. Oh well, this wasn't a golden retriever. The yeah. one that the one that was going to eat the finger. Uh, there was a golden a retriever at the beginning in the car. Yeah, that was yeah. golden retriever. And then they had this weird shepherd. Yeah, was like yeah. Orange. So maybe the, that dog got put down, man. The the dog at the end is a giant golden retriever. Okay. Okay. Different dog. Okay. Another Different thing dog. was yeah. that, uh, um, you know, I mean, you figure they had to have done it. You get these parents, they're cannibals or whatever. At least the mom is, I guess. And they know all about you know what to look for they've had kids they've gone through this with their oldest daughter and then now you've got this i mean they couldn't read the older daughter I mean, she was clear I mean, she was drilling holes you know steering holes through uh her sister while they were going to the hospital and then they say the dog ate it it's like i feel like they would have known they they had to have known yeah yeah, yeah. i also because, like when she goes outside to try to throw it up Unless That's they went great. to the same college, you know. Yeah, they knew. They knew what happened. Yeah. But. Yeah, I kind of, you know, I kind of felt that way too. Like there was some things, like you know, I felt like there were so many things that happened in that school, like particularly the school. That if that crap happened, dude, you wouldn't just be talking a reprimand, dude. You'd be like, you, you're not here, you know, mm -hmm. or or the kind of things that seem tolerated that were going on were so extreme. Um, and the kind of things that other, you know, that they accepted, like e even the, the roommate, right? Uh, I mean, dude, there's blood all over the place. There's blood on his mouth and crap. I mean, he's obviously seeing some whacked out crap. And I mean, look, I've, you know, I've been with some wild ladies, <laughs> but I'm like, dude, if I had some chick sitting there, you know, biting into her hand, bleeding all over and getting blood over my face, I'd be like, I don't know, man, I might need to hit the road. <laughs> like, boy, something's up with this chick. You know, I, I mean, maybe it depends on, you know, where I am in my life at the time. But, you know, at the, at the same time, I'm like, this is pretty messed up junk. And it seemed like there was a lot going I feel on. Like he had a connection with her. Maybe it, like like he allowed that, like he knew something was off. And maybe that's because he was gay and he had to live his whole. He said he I, he'd been in a closet for 20 years. Right. That would be what he said. And so maybe he was just like, you know, hey, no judgment, but knew that something was off. And I know you like to bite. So stop mm. you know he kept pushing her away yeah so maybe he was just trying to like hey man i'm not here to judge i've been where you're at having something that you know being different i don't know yeah it, it, it that's what i'm saying like i don't know the answer to it but to me there were certain things that happened that i'm just kind of like yeah you know that's but i but it had to be extreme because that's the point 
Yeah. Right. The point is that all these things are repressed and when they're repressed, it comes out in crazy ways. And so it, it, it would be it, which also made it kind of weird in a way, because as weird as the, as, as intense and bizarre as, as it is that somebody's eating a person at the same time, I can almost imagine that a little bit at that school. <laughs> like, I'm like, this school is messed up, dude. If you're going to have a cannibal money down says they are at the veterinarian school. <laughs> so that's in just yeah, exactly. In France, of all places, they're like, "Oh yeah, we're, oh you're 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 a cannibal." Yeah, you went to that school, didn't you? Yeah, happens yeah, you know? all the time. Yeah, all the time. Oh yeah, that one. Yeah, I, I see it. Let, let's give some quick letter grades and do our comedic moral. Oh yeah, man. I'm I'm just I'll, I'll just do mine quick. I'm uh, I would say an A minus. I think I'd give it an A minus. I, I I really liked it. I didn't see a whole lot wrong with it. Other than just the mood I was in, the, the the acting was uh, superb. You know, the scenes were good. The gore was good. Um, you know, there was there was some 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 of that gore seemed like it would be hard to pull off, like the 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 dude the dude's lip. Um, yeah, that, that leg was done really really well. Mm. Yeah, that that's what I did. I, a minus for me. I would say for me. I would say that I give it a B to a B plus only because superfluous stuff. Yeah, I, look, I'm, I'm a religious guy, man. I, you know, I, and I, I love doing film theory. I love doing all that stuff. But I'm like, man, dude, she opens up the door and you're seeing old boy. Womp, 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 and I'm thinking, <laughs> you know, or, or, you know, you got you got a lot of it going on in the beginning at the party. Right. And it's extreme. And if you don't know, if, if you don't understand what the message of that film is, if you don't understand and I didn't going in. I do that intentionally not to know so that I'm kind of just in the moment and everything. And there's, you know, sometimes there's a risk of that, <laughs> but it made, it made sense in the end. And so I'd say a B plus, I'd say I, I, I liked it a lot. I think it's, I think it's an excellent movie. I think it's, a, I think the, the director is a genius. Mm -hmm. I think she is. I think she, in fact, I, I would like to see, is it Manja eat? Uh, it's another film uh, in which a formerly obese girl comes face to face with a girl who tormented her at school, who is now herself obese. And the former, unrecognizable to the tormentor, becomes the overeater anonymous sponsor of the latter with the intention of exacting revenge. Right. And oh, the ghost of herself. Great. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, I, when I read that, I said, well, OK, having seen Raw, you know, maybe she's got a little bit of a fetish with the food thing. But either which way, I thought this would be a lot of fun to watch. And I, you know, maybe not fun, but you know what I mean? Like, I think it'd be a, a great, a, a great movie to, to see, to review. And so I plan on it. In fact, I plan on seeing that film. So What's the name I, of it? M-A-N-G-E. And it means, it's the word that means eat. Okay. Manj? That's what I, I'm, I'm assuming so. Manj or manja. manja. I'd say manj probably. You it's manja man. Manja. Mondo. I don't know. Yeah, I have no idea. We're, just, we're, we're making stuff up, guys. A complaint about the movie, and it's 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 just that my own personal prevalence preference. For some reason, I don't like uh, big, long, extended like club, like rave type scenes. Yeah, oh, I love those. Um, I, just, <laughs> I, I don't. I don't respect that culture. I don't respect that. Uh, I just. I just don't. When I see people like girls like acting all slutty and stuff like that i don't know man i just don't like that scene <laughs> we're gonna get canceled <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh no you know, i mean you're coming for us man going in a pub public <sighs> place and some chick goes her tits out i'm you're not crazy, interested man. you know you're i'm crazy. not saying i'm not i'm not saying that 
I'm I'm saying like let's say you go to a club, okay, mm-hmm. and you're like you see this girl and everyone is around her and she's got her boobs out. Are you gonna be like, oh yeah, there's the one that I would like to marry? That's yeah, but dude, these are elitist kids, man, and they're you know they're all part of that. I mean, I know I'm being potato cannibal. I'm, you're being crap. a you're being a fifty year old man right now. <laughs> I know that. Yeah. I'm like get your I know I'm like get your boobs yeah. off my lawn. Yeah, but, listen. But, there's plenty of room on my lawn for boobs. It's kind of like saying, well, I watched Eyes Wide Shut, and what? You think you're going to get a partner by going there, and they're going to be like, oh, I think I want to marry you. You know, you've been tossed around by a bunch of guys in costumes and masks. You know, like, uh, you know, it's <laughs> Eyes Wide Shut. My, you know, maybe that's just me. I remember yeah. I saw this movie, actually this year. I hated the movie, and then I saw Campisi talk about it on Final Guys and how much he loved it. I think he put it like in his top three or four of the year. And I was just like, and talk about drug rave type scenes. There's a movie called Bliss that's on Shudder. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I didn't like it. Really? I keep seeing it pop up. I've been meaning to watch it, but. So, Tim, are you like, are you like one of those guys, man, that was it Matrix 2 or 3, dude, where he goes into Zion and there's like that 15 minute rave scene that's ridiculous, dude? Are you like, dude, yeah. That's I feel like that's three and three was <laughs> awful. But I like I like yeah. Matrix Reloaded. Yeah. I, I think that's pretty. When cool. Tim said he wanted posters yeah, yeah. of this film as well, he meant all oh, just the beginning and the rave, like snap. Yeah, just the rave, just the rave, rubbing yeah. lights and stuff. Yeah, and I, dude, and I've been I was a rave kid. I was a candy kid. You know, I was the guy with the pacifier in my mouth and blinkers on my visor. You know, yeah, spiky that's hair that's all frosted on the tips with sixty inch bottoms I'm not on my to pants. Respect for you when you got a pacifier. Yeah, it's hard to believe me, and it would have been really tough. But (laughs) you know, but I, you know, I felt pretty good. You know, that's what XC does to you. And so, in ketamine, which is crazy because they gave ketamine to that horse, and I was like, in a weird way, like I, I know where that horse is. (laughs) Like it's (laughs) Alice in Wonderland a little bit. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. And so, you know, but I've been to a lot of these raves, you know, but I've also never been to, you know, the elitist raves. Like I said, man, I mean, when you when you're at that level. Of like the elite of the elite colleges and stuff. I mean, you know, that's where you get into like skull and bone stuff and the weird kind of party cultures and secret mm-hmm. society crap. And it kind of had that that vibe to it, dude. And so, I, you know, um, maybe they would take that, you know, more seriously than, let's say, the rave at the comedy club or something in Grand Rapids where I used to go, um, you know, <laughs> tripping and stuff. And so we never had that. Though. Let's suffice it to say, dude, we didn't have a lot of people with the little duct tape squares over their nip nips and stuff. We didn't have that. Um, shame. Yeah, it's a shame. <laughs> oh, you know, but so I, I, I'm with you on that. In the rave scene, like I felt that that was, you know, I, I was unsure. That's, that's another one of those superfluous things. Like why you could have had that and not like, why so much of that? Like what is, and what, why did that particular activity, what was that drawing out you know, other than just excess. I think for me, it was like just subjecting her like in that scene, that first racing, she was just, she was so, you know, no pun intended, but like raw, like she, she was just going into this with nothing. And I think they needed something super over the top and super like in your face to kind of counterbalance her newness. Like she's just being thrown into it. And I really love that scene because she, it's just like watching 
like a fish out of water, you know, like she's in this new whole new environment that she's never experienced before. And I, I thought she's that was a version for crying out loud, a cool way to put, um, to Do put it. her so, in yeah. that, in that scenario. So I don't know. I like the rave scene. I'm not going to judge. I people who rave like do whatever. <laughs> yeah, do, do whatever you want, man. Do whatever you want. So don't listen to old man grumpy pants, Chad Lusky. Yeah. Don't listen to that guy. You know, and the director did say something. That I we, what you just said made me think about it. Is that saying that a lot of the things around her were done in that way because they had to make the audience side with her, with the main character. Yeah, that apparent that put her in that situation. She's surrounded by something. She's the innocent one. She's the smart one. That's, you know, the strategy kid that everybody's kind of expecting, but she's also weird. She's a virgin. She's not, you know, she doesn't eat the meat like her pulse and she's quiet and she's serious about things. oriented, all that stuff. And you're, you put her in that contrast right away with that, the extreme nature of that contrast it's really easy to go look at all those crazy weirdos all over the place. Like she's a legit person and you're just on her yeah. side, right? Like they're sold on her. And yeah. so maybe that's the device. Maybe I, mean, I just forgot it then, but that would be the device used to say there's a reason for showing that. Yeah. And, and it would make sense of showing the second one to see just how angry you are by seeing that she kind of wants to get out there, even though she's kind of acquiescing to all this and, and getting trashed and kind of, she's already done the dance thing and kissed in the mirror and you know, that kind of thing. But then uh, she gets uh, brought into that room, which I didn't know what was going to go on. I wonder if there was a person in there uh, because I saw just the glimpse. Cause it cuts out. She says, come on in this room. This older sister does brings her in that room and she's totally trashed out of her mind, but then it, it cuts real quick. And I was like, that's really weird. And then it shows why, which made you, it made me angrier because I'd already bought into the idea that I'm on her side. Yeah. And so it, as a device, it seems to have been effective on me that I sided with her. I thought the rest of it was superfluous and extreme. And it, the extreme nature of that made me even angrier when they were, when the sister knowing what's going on was manipulating her in that vulnerable moment. And so I, I guess it worked again. I, she's a genius. <laughs> Beautiful yeah. film. It's uh, the first time I watched it. I probably would have given it an A, but now after talking about it with you, fine gentlemen, I'm going a plus. I figured. Yeah. I figured. Mm-hmm. All right. So Jeremiah, you, you didn't go to the cave this week. Well, I didn't go to the cave dude, but I feel like, you know, uh, I feel like going this, um, with you and, and talking to you, man, this whole experience has been a little bit of illumination cave. Um, and you know, I, I learned Chad that, um, you're in some pretty sick junk dude. And, um, I think you really are going to buy the do it yourself meat kit for Christmas. And you're going <laughs> to do this and you're going to imagine, dude, you're going to start playing classical music. You're going to dress up fancy, or I don't know how they dress up in Hannibal, the new one. Don't know how they do it, but I can just imagine you, in your in your cave at the house, dude, eating the do-it-yourself meat, and I'm like, gotta watch out for him. <laughs> so, and I, and I gotta buy you, I gotta buy you, Freud, dude. You have to, if for no other reason, then you need to just be self-aware. So I'm gonna buy you, I'm gonna buy you the collection of of Freud's greatest hits. Um, <laughs> and you're gonna you're gonna have it, dude. You're gonna have it, and you shall know thyself. You will know thyself, Chad. So that that's what I came out with. But you, on the other hand, okay, you didn't have to wait. You you took the adventure, you you know uh, 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 over uh, what 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 is it over the is it through the valley or over the valley through the woods? What is it, man? I think it's through the, the woods, through the woods. 
through the woods where you find the it, porno magazines. Yeah, it's. Yeah. I was thinking. I was thinking Little Red Riding Hood, but you know, a little bit of that. <laughs> so I know where you guys are, man. So so yeah, you go through the woods. You've seen you know the stuff scattered about. It's given you <laughs> you know a lot to think of, a lot of inspiration uh, within, deep within your loins, and uh, you know you you did your meditation. You did maybe a little bit of levitation, in fact. Um, and, and, and you emerged in that state and gently descended onto your chair. And so, because I saw all that, um, I'm confident that you have something brilliant for us that our listeners can take and they can just benefit from that. Maybe even for the remainder of their lives. It, it's a hypothetical and not necessarily a lesson. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's uh what if, and what I would do. So you and I are close, but so watching this movie, I learned if, if I'm ever like giving you a bikini wax. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so sorry. (laughs) I'm trying so hard to keep it straight. (laughs) And this is what I learned in the cave, man. I mean, yeah, I'm sorry, dude. I, 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 I don't, I don't normally laugh at at your illuminations. (laughs) Okay. So, Right, if yeah. I'm ever giving you a bikini wax, yes, and, and yes. I pass out, <laughs> and I pass out before you do, and and I find out you ate part of me, um, I will I won't shed a tear like this chick in the movie did. I will wax you head to toe, <laughs> doing a full Brazilian deluxe while you scream in agony. <laughs> I, I, there will be no pity, no mercy, <laughs> no crying for me. Oh my gosh, man. Dude, that would it would be very painful, man. It'd be very, very, very painful. And uh, that, you know that looks <sighs> that did look very painful. But you know, Tim, where can people go read your books and stuff? Um, the usual places you can find books: the internet, uh, Amazon, Barnes and Noble, all those good places you can find me. Also, uh, I'm pretty active on the Twitter, so you can find me uh, at Tim Meyer. I think it's eleven. And uh, also timmeyerwrites.com where you can check out some some books and buy some signed books off there. So, yeah, great. And yeah. and I should mention, and so you've got the books that you mentioned before that were coming out. And I guess I should mention, I think by the time that this episode is out, Wormwood should be out in the non-limited, yeah, uh, non-exclusive. It'll be widely available for you to purchase on ebook and in paperback. Yes. So. so Please do so. Thank you to Silver Shamrock and Keelan Patrick Burke for the cover. Yeah. And, uh, Very excited. Hope, hoping that you dig it. And we're grateful for you being here, Tim. Hey, man. Thanks, thanks for having me. I uh, had a blast. Yeah, man. It's fun. Thanks for coming, man. I'm glad we finally got you on. But I thought this was a good timing with the yeah. Wormwood thing and everything. So, and, you know, best for last, I guess. So, absolutely. We'll go with that. Until next episode. Bon appetit. Yeah. <laughs>